0: Welcome to Buy It's Cover, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the cover of films we find on streaming services. I'm one half of your hosts, Kevin.
1: And I'm the other half, Bree.
0: Fifth time is the winner. <laughs> hey, hey, we're professional podcasters, so you don't actually see any of our mistakes ever. <laughs> We keep them real hidden.
1: Usually I keep our mistakes in because they're kind of funny, but I flubbed up the intro three times real bad. Uh, The first two, three weren't even recorded, and that was half the problem. Uh, Fourth one, I'm just not, I tripped all over my words. And then the one you just did, I had lipstick on my teeth and you were uh, kind enough to let me know so I wouldn't look all... Messy, uh, Yeah. When I go to...
0: It was mostly because I didn't want people to judge uh, the caliber of wife I had.
1: <laughs> so it's really all about you. Yeah,
0: it really? <laughs> oh, God. Have you not realized that yet with this show?
1: Fair enough. Fair it's enough. a lot
0: of what's good for Kevin. All right. We are watching 2021's A uh, House on the Bayou.
1: You want me to tell you something a little funny? What? So uh, when I have a really long title and I'm setting up to record... Uh, the I have to name the audio file, and I I do it in the in the first letter of each word. And so this was a hot B.
0: You know the really funny part is I knew where you were gonna go with that. Yeah. So much earlier than we got there. <laughs> I was like, she's gonna laugh because she named it a hot B, and then she's like, it's it's, it's me. I'm a hot. It's B. me.
1: That's exactly what I was gonna do. <laughs> Am I that predictable, or is it just we've known each other a really long time?
0: Three seasons, three seasons. That's
1: that's fair. Uh, so this is actually the third time I've proposed this movie to for you buy keep, its cover. You
0: keep bringing it up. It's uh, it's as my grandpa would say, like a bad penny, which I don't <laughs> know what that ever meant. I was like, it's a, it doesn't change the value of the penny, grandpa. <laughs> also. Uh, I don't like that the one with Lincoln on it is the one that you thinks the bad penny. Ooh.
1: <laughs> uh, so uh, we mentioned in one of the takes that I poorly uh, did not record. Uh, Kevin, which two film covers does this one remind you of, of ones we've already done for oh, bias cover? Yeah,
0: it's it, it's uh, a new bias cover rule. Uh, our handy dandy editing, by its cover rule. We'll make oh, a graphic for that sometime. You're gonna
1: have to help me with that. <laughs> um,
0: by its cover rule. If you have a movie that's about a house, mm-hmm. you're only allowed to use the colors black and red. Yep. And it's gotta be um a little creepy. Like you have to have uh something coming out of the house, like people. Yep. And it has to mirror the the house has to be mirrored in some ways. The only movie that didn't follow this, Spiral, and we know what we thought of that.
1: Yeah. Well, Spiral didn't have
0: Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, I guess there was. But also, it was real bad.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: Fuck you, (laughs) Spiral. Anyways, swirly movie. Um, Yeah, this one reminded us of uh, the Dark and the Wicked. Uh huh. And the girl on the fourth floor. Third floor. Third floor. Whatever. We recorded this a second time. I still don't remember how <laughs> many floors are in that movie.
1: And what does CM Punk remind you of? in... he, he
0: reminds me of a goddamn accountant. <laughs> Buy another floor. Uh, maybe that was what the renovations are going to be. But also, like this is a close to um, a, a Haunting on Hill House or the uh-huh. House on Haunted Hill. Yep. With the red and black, I'm like, wow, they, they do love red and black for movies about houses. Are you the talking late- about
1: the the one we just rewatched, the old one from yeah. the '90s?
0: Yeah, it's like the a- Haunting. Yes, yeah, it House on matter. Haunted Hill. Yeah, but it's a, like a red handprint with the like, yep. characters in it, in you know, black and red. And yeah, you, you just do that with, movie, with movies about houses.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a rule,
0: it's a thing. Kind of like if you have a character that kills somebody with an axe, you're gonna put a hatchet on that cover,
1: <laughs> or if you have someone killed with a hatchet, you put an axe on the cover. <laughs> yeah, they're
0: all the same to these folks, uh, anyways. Uh, so this one, Swamp on the bite you've
1: House on the Bayou.
0: I know, because I was going to say, when I Googled (laughs) the cover, I Googled a swamp on the Bayou, and I was like, why is Brie, I can't find this movie, but that's also a redundant ass title. (laughs) Swamp and Bayou, I think are synonyms. Um, Or pretty, like, like,
1: tangential synonymous. I'm just
0: saying, if you told me that uh, I'm going down on the Bayou, I'm not thinking you're going to the forest. I'm going (laughs) to be like, you're in a swamp.
1: What if your girlfriend's name was Bayou? I'm going down on the Bayou. (laughs)
0: I would be so... I would never... I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, going down on somebody is important.
1: Agreed. Cunning
0: linguists for the win. But I'm going to say you get a pass if her name is Bayou. Because you want to go down on a girl that's basically a fancied up version of Swampy down there. I'm going down to Bayou's Bayou. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my tongue in the old crawdad trap, if oh, you know what I mean. No. Yeah, do you like that? No. It tastes briny.
1: Oh, Kevin. Um, do you want to describe the cover? It's
0: gators. You gotta worry about the gators in her old bayou.
1: <laughs> or would you like me to describe you the cover? You
0: should describe the cover. I'm gonna be thinking of more bayou. Bayou's bayou. <laughs> uh, what if it's. Uh, it's her vagina and it's close to you. That Would that be Bayou's Bayou Bayou?
1: I, Kevin, too much. Uh, so like we already said, uh, this cover is, uh, predominantly black and red. Uh, the font is, uh, in bright white. Uh, this is a bloom house picture, which is not all that surprising, but that also means that it's either going to be a horror movie or, or it's going to be a weird, like, suspense thriller. Uh, or
0: horror comedy.
1: Um, or that, yeah.
0: Blumhouse usually does some of those. Yeah.
1: Um, although from the cover, I'm thinking more scary uh, than, like, The Lie, which was more drama thriller kind of thing.
0: Was The Lie Bloomhouse?
1: It was, yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I am still very impressed, and I know we've mentioned this before, impressed with the epic rise of bloomhouse because i remember when it was super tiny and only doing like one movie every few months on hulu and now it's just producing madhouse uh so you'll you'll hear bloomhouse a lot on here because they they apparently have good digital cover artists that are intriguing uh so this doesn't have any writing on it except Who it's by, the title, and then it's also an Epics original film, uh, which I think is a subsidiary of one of the major streaming services. I don't know which one, though. Um, It's got... So we don't have any sort of casting information. uh, We don't have a tagline. uh, But we do have four uh, primary people on the cover. Uh, We've got... uh, they're all in different sizes, uh, so you've got the primary lady who you would recognize from uh, Westworld. Uh, she played the original uh, whore in the whorehouse.
0: Hey, c- c- sex worker. Come on! No,
1: she was. It was in the
0: old Westy times. Come on, have some respect for the robot prostitutes of the future,
1: <laughs> but set
0: in the old timey West.
1: Uh, she was also on a few episodes of um, In Plain Sight, which was a USA. I did not watch that original TV series about U.S. Marshals.
0: Mm, I have class. I didn't catch it.
1: Um, but she's the only one I recognize on the cover. And then,
0: yeah, I don't recognize any of these people.
1: To the right, uh, there's a little g- girl, is she like preteen maybe? Um, yeah, let's say
0: teenage, preteen or teenage.
1: Yeah, and then diagonal to the left is um middle-aged man with glasses. Uh and then diagonal to the left under him and smaller is a teenage boy. Um and they're all facing uh different ways. <laughs> <laughs> they're all looking in different ways mm-hmm. and they're also upright for us. But if you, uh, but then as they fade down, they fade into an upside down, what looks to be a mansion or like an old colonial home that I would,
0: um, uh, plantation yeah, style house. Uh, a picture
1: uh, very much is the architecture of New Orleans or um, the
0: South, yeah. all of, you know. Bayou country.
1: Yeah, which makes sense. Uh, There is also a lot of trees, limbs coming out with that bayou moss that you see uh, in movies uh, such as The Princess and the Frog with Tiana when she's floating down the river. Or Hatchet. Or Hatchet, yeah. Or Hatchet.
0: Or an actual movie, uh, not an animated film.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just keep your mouth shut. Uh, Princess and the Frog is awesome. Uh, So I've actually flipped my phone over so I can look at the house a little bit better. (laughs) Uh, But it looks to be a three-story house. Maybe that's another thing is that it's got to be three stories.
0: It's architecturally sound.
1: Um, And in the very top, there looks to be like an attic room and it's got a tall, skinny window. And there is a figure in the window. Yes. Is there anything else? No,
0: I think uh, you nailed it. So we're we gonna jump into predictions. Let's do it. All right, we're gonna jump into predictions.
1: Prediction. I like this. <laughs> uh, I think that this is going to be a family that has gone through the tragedy of losing a child. Um, and mm, actually, you know what? I think that the dad—it's the dad and the daughter and the son and they've lost their mom and uh chick I recognized is actually going to be like the nanny or the babysitter uh, that they've just moved into the area, into this big old mansion. And she's babysitting them one night. I keep looking at the picture because I'm like, oh, what do I think? Um, but I think that she is going to uh, be in the house occasionally. Uh, and she's going to start suspecting there's something funky going on, uh, and she's going to think it's ghosts, but then it ends up being that the dad has gone psycho with the mom being dead, and he's actually the one that's been scaring and and hurting the kids, but he doesn't know it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow, that was grim and sad. Well. But that's that's where you went, and that's what we do (laughs) on this show. We don't... Not everything has a Scooby-Doo happy ending for you. Um, Season three, Brie gets dark. (laughs) Um, All right. My prediction is I think she's going to be a babysitter that is called out. Um, At first, she's getting pranked by the older boy because he's like, I'm too old to have a babysitter. I'm a real man. I got my first chin hair today. (laughs) And the dad is like going out of town and she's supposed to stay with them and then shenanigans happen and nobody believes him but then like the little girl is gonna be one of those creepy prescient kids from every horror movie where they they talk in like half truth Mm -mm. and they're like yeah do you not see her she's right behind you and then you turn around and there's nothing there. And then you turn back and it's ghost face and it's like, anyways, that's that's my thought. And it's going to end up being that the the swamp swamp don't go, got the spirits.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. you do think it's going to be actual ghosts?
0: I'm gonna go with actual ghosts. Okay. Um,
1: I definitely think that girl. the house is going to be remote.
0: I think the house is going to be remote. Because, you know, it's on the bayou. Yeah. Uh, it's not really, there are not a lot of neighborhoods out on the bayou. You don't hear them. There's no Applebee's on the bayou because they don't say eating good in the bayou. They say eating good in the neighborhood.
1: Excellent point, Gavin. Yeah.
0: There's not even an Outback Steakhouse on the bayou. Why? Because they're in the Outback. Come on. Keep with me, folks. Destination dining. Is there a bayou cafe? I don't think so. I mean, there's a cafe by me. Is there one by you?
1: (laughs) Ah. Oh, God, he's just
0: machine gunning these jokes. All right.
1: Oh, man. Okay. so is there anything else you want to mention before we go watch this movie?
0: Man, this had better be good. If I turn down Kate Beckinsale in a cat suit for this, I'm going to be real mad at me.
1: Well, we could still watch that movie.
0: Yeah, but it won't feel the same. I'll always wonder what could have been.
1: Well, I mean, I've tried to recommend that other one like six times.
0: You, you know, instead of just being like, let's find new movies. I like how you're I like, just I really... just really want to show this cover to you.
1: And it's not like I couldn't just watch the movie. There's no saying no. that it has to be for buy It's Cover.
0: <laughs> no, for some reason, you are convinced that you'll trick me into it for buy It's Cover. And I'm just gonna say I know I'm delightful, but... Uh... <laughs> We, we have other movie streaming services. All right. Okay. You want to go watch a movie?
1: Let's go watch a movie. And we're back having just watched A House on the Bayou.
0: Not A Swamp on the Bayou.
1: No, not A Swamp. But there one.
0: was actually no bayou really in this. The bayou does not play a part.
1: I mean, they talk about um, what's-his-nuts coming out of the bayou. Yeah,
0: and they talk about, like, strange things Isaac. happen on the bayou. But I don't really feel like the bayou was uh, as big a, big a character as being on the title. Um, yeah, uh,
1: you. De- it definitely was... I guess there was a point where there was a boat and they were on... Like, they were just about to get onto the bayou.
0: Yeah, but I, I how much... How much would the tone of this movie changed if that scene with the boat would have been one of those uh, hover boats, those airboats with the big jet mm-hmm. uh, or the big fan on the back? Because that, that, that definitely feels like a, like a Jean-Claude Van Damme escape movie rather than a tense horror
1: movie <laughs> moment. For sure.
0: Yeah. So I, I, Bayou, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like also this was not set in the Bayou. Like, not, not the deep. Bayou that I wanted yeah I, I honestly think that you should take a shot every time somebody says Bayou in this <laughs> uh I don't know why but uh, I was just like I want somebody to reference crawdads and uh etouffee <laughs> and uh stuff they do not mention in this movie I guess first off we should mention what did we snack on
1: we didn't have anything yeah we didn't we, we didn't. Ha- it was pretty late when we watched yeah. this
0: uh I think this is one of those ones where we're like well, well we got nothing better to watch uh so let's do our podcasting job um so we sat down and we started watching this uh so the plot of this one is uh a husband and wife okay
1: so we were both wrong she is not the babysitter True,
0: no babysitter present at all in this movie
1: there is an affair though so uh jessica is the lead girl the one that i recognize, and the mean
0: looking kid not even a mean kid like well i mean mean but not a kid
1: yeah, no, he's supposedly eighteen, but actually twenty-one, but actually hundreds of years old. Yeah. So
0: there's so many weird things that this movie kind of like layered. Because um, that character, they're like, "Yeah, I didn't tell him about how I went to war," and it's like, "Why would you?" Yeah. Why would you mention that? <laughs> also, like, I'm like, wow, wow, you're supposed to be this avenging angel, and you just stole valor. <laughs> wow. Who's really a bad guy now? Like, I'm like, you use that at Denny's, at the Waffle House. Uh, just be like, I'm getting my free pancake. Um. So, the mother, Jessica, uh, Jessica catches the her husband or her John, son, John having an affair with one of his students because he's a creative writing teacher, Vivian, and he uh, he succumbs Professor. to the oldest. Oldest cliche in the book. uh, Sweet, supple college student. Ew. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we get it. You guys are bad at keeping your painters in your pants. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, So she uh, decides that she's not going to divorce him because she loves her life. mm -hmm. Uh, They have a daughter named Anna. uh, And so she said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to cut off all contact with Vivian and we're going to go on a vacation to this house that i'm the real estate agent for and they said i could come down and stay in it to take pictures i do
0: love that she's like we're gonna go on this vacation to save our family and i'm gonna do it as cheaply as possible yeah (laughs) not like a cancun or a a, a cruise down the i don't know italy or paris yeah the
1: scene yeah the scene yeah
0: instead she's like We're going to a place that we could probably go any other weekend. We're going to (laughs) Airbnb it. It's only like a one day drive.
1: What's interesting to me is that her, she wanted to save her family, but they're taking their daughter with them in, in a very stressful time in their marriage. You know what I mean? So how do you have those honest conversations about how to change and, and improve your relationship when you're not telling your daughter
0: well, that what's and, happening. It just She's committed to like, oh, well, it's got to be this way. It's going to be everything that I want, but we're going to pretend like everything's normal.
1: Right. And I'm like,
0: you're making it so awkward for everyone involved. Like, <laughs> there's a moment where I'm like, I'm actually sympathetic towards the husband where I'm like, okay, I get why he did what
1: he did. <laughs> I'm like,
0: I, get it. I don't condone, but I understand.
1: <laughs> I think that there... And I imagine in this situation, her loss of control, uh, she went 180 and is like, okay, you're going to do absolutely everything I want because you messed up. Um, So they get down to this freaking mansion out in the middle of nowhere. We were totally right.
0: It's not a house on the bayou. It's a mansion on the bayou. Yeah.
1: Which um, the closest store is 20 minutes away. Right. Uh, So Jessica asks, uh, John, well, what do you want to do for dinner? And he's like, oh, I was thinking burgers and hot dogs. And, and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And then Jessica looks at him and she's like, I want veal cutlets.
0: Which also, um, having grown up in a small town, <laughs> what?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you think you're going to get just veal cutlets in the, I don't, I don't think I've ever actually seen veal yeah. uh, in any <laughs> of the places we've lived Unless I went to, like, a specialty butcher shop. I don't think I ever saw, have seen a veal cutlet.
1: Yep. And I think that, I mean, they probably said the phrase veal cutlet no less than 15, 20 times in this movie. I mean, I bet if you took the document that was this script and hit Control-Find, you'd come up with 15 to 20 times. 15
0: to 20 veal cutlets, uh, 100 bayous. Yep. Um, Because, well, and I think the the, the veal cutlet is supposed to be the symbol of, like, wealth. Oh. Uh, you know, because she's, she's obsessed with the materialism that her family... Which I was also like, okay, hey, your husband's a creative writing professor. <laughs> I, I ballpark know what he makes. So you ain't crushing it at 60K. Well, but
1: she's, she's a real estate yeah, agent.
0: She is, which who knows how it goes. We also, her vacation consists of sleeping in the house that she's supposed to take photos of. <laughs> um, there's a room in the house that they can't get into. Yep. Um, they end up meeting... Exactly. I mean a lot of the things you kind of expect, they meet kind of some uh colorful locals. Locals. Uh one is kind of a very fire and brimstone, and the other one creepily hits on the daughter. Who's yes. Like, you look like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um
1: so we've got Grandpappy and they so Grandpappy runs the store. Mm-hmm. Uh and John and Anna go to the store to get stuff for dinner. And one of the through lines is that They actually have veal cutlets at this tiny, tiny ass grocery store.
0: glass display. Like, it was the sale of the week. Yeah. Ah, no veal's never going to be your sale item of the week. You're (laughs) not like, oh, we got a deal on filet mignon.
1: And John decides, I don't fucking want veal cutlets. She's not here, so I'm going to get burgers instead. And so that's where we meet Grandpappy, who is the owner of the store. And he writes on the hand receipt Uh, The devil is watching you, and it freaks John out. Uh, But as John's doing the shopping, Anna is getting hit on by Isaac, who is um, awkward looking at best. Uh, Although, I feel like he did a pretty good job acting throughout this movie. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna fault him. I think the weirdest part is how the movie tries to portray him as, like, somehow... Threatening, and I'm like, just physically, the kid is not.
1: Yeah, um, he's very wiry.
0: Yeah, yeah, he. It's like if uh, the kid that was a little too into auto shop was uh, <laughs> the menace in your movie. Um, but yeah, so there's just a series of events where uh, he ha- kind of gets thrust into their life, and then this night he starts tormenting them, him and Grandpappy. Uh huh. Um. And it really just plays this angle up of, um, is he supernatural? Is he mm-hmm. not? And then Is he
1: just a psycho? Why does he
0: know things that he shouldn't? In um, this basically kind of argues, I am like a divine punishment. Yeah. I am this divine punishment for your sins. And that's what this house is, is this collective place where you get punished mm-hmm. um, for not being righteous. Yeah and i kind of laugh because like sometimes this movie goes back on some of that stuff like yes. i was like well so there's a scene where he kidnaps the daughter and he's like i'm gonna take you and make you my swamp wife
1: yeah which and, once again she's 15 yeah he said he's 18 but then later admits to john that he's 21 and then later grandpappy implies that he's hundreds if not thousands yeah, he doesn't of know years how old he of years old,
0: he's like, yeah, he could have been here ten years, could have been here thirty years, I don't know. Yeah, and um,
1: so the age difference, big problem.
0: Yeah, and so that happens, and I'm like, she didn't do anything wrong. Like he made it clear, like if you're if you're innocent, nothing bad will happen to you. Yeah, and so she's innocent. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure swap marriage,
1: <laughs> it's not great. It's
0: not like. <laughs> that's not going to be awesome unless they're like oh he's like no I'm going to take you over to my bigger house on the bayou uh, that's just it's actually the Candyland house it's just you know it sounds like that's not a good what was the other thing though he does all this and he's like I'm Divine Retribution alright you're free to go just move along just
1: move along <laughs> he just,
0: get, just like a little broom just shoosier <laughs> like, move on
1: Choo-choo. move on <laughs>
0: um so yeah this movie does uh i thought did a good job uh i would have loved to have seen a little bit more like playing with the is the supernatural is this not mm-hmm. um because it kind of I, I don't know very weird like it goes back and forth but in weird ways mm-hmm. um you know like characters getting injured and then disappearing and you're like okay supernatural and then yeah. they're like overly long scene of a char- like one of the supernatural characters bleeding out and being like oh you got me good this is just a goof yeah <laughs> and I'm like why are you doing that like why why if you're this character that's like i am god's vengeance where you're like well look, god's going to be real mysterious about this one He's just <laughs> not going to tell you clearly what's going on
1: it's um i do have to say i didn't have any jump scares during this no i uh, there, they did in some parts, some good foreboding, uh, but not so much that it got like my heart racing or anything. Um, I it was a very small cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I thought they all did a good job except for John, the guy that played John. I just could not believe him whatsoever.
0: Uh, well, in John, we find out actually didn't break it off with of Vivian. No, and his comeuppance is like there's this weird. I think what is so weird to be in some of these things in the movie is the foreshadowing. Yeah. Because there's literal foreshadowing. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, out in the out in the yard, there's a coyote, and it's going to eat you. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> like, that's just a metaphor to get them outside. Or, or, like, it's the thing he's saying outside, or it's a metaphor for, like, what Isaac is. And no, John gets eaten by a coyote, and you're okay. like... But he, Why? He, yeah. Well, how did that get in? It's like on the second story of that house. How
1: did that coyote <laughs> get in there? That coyote can climb walls and open windows. In the locked room. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this locked room that's uh, that they're trying to get into so she can take pictures for the, for the real estate stuff. And uh, Isaac and grandpappy, at one time, the cat gets thrown in there. It's making all these like horrible noises. Anna's freaking out. She's like, oh my God, they're killing my cat in there. What's in there? And then uh, they're like teasing them with the key and stuff. And the key doesn't work. And then later Isaac comes walking out with the cat. The cat's just fine. But then John gets put in the room towards the end. uh, And when uh, Jessica goes to save John, because although he's a schmuck, uh she's like anna would never forgive me and she even
0: says that line which is hilarious because I, I was like damn that's stone cold because th- basically the line is fuck your dad yeah he's a two-time and cheater and was gonna try to kill me yeah <laughs> but like you're gonna be a shit about this yeah
1: <laughs> i will you would never forgive me if i didn't ch- try to go get your dad which is very valid like anna does it anna loves her dad yeah um and so she opens the door and John is getting eaten by this coyote that's got bright gold eyes. And I'm like, did we, is this a werewolf movie? Like, did, did we walk into another werewolf movie? I, and then there is no, like, explanation.
0: No. Uh, well, and also I love the room that's been this central thing.
1: Because
0: like, mm-hmm. it, the movie kind of establishes like something in that room is important.
1: Yeah. It's
0: not. And like the room (laughs) itself is just empty. Yeah. Like it just, they just have that room. They're like, oh, that's our coyote room. You don't go into the coyote room. Like every house on the bayou has a coyote room. Come on.
1: (laughs) So, um, one of the, one of the best scenes I thought in this movie was, uh, Vivian shows up and we find out that, uh, John, had never planned on um, uh, staying with Jessica. He was... He actually paid Isaac to kill Jessica. And um, Vivian gets texted from John's phone to come and show up.
0: I also don't believe for a second that that guy was competent enough to hire a hitman. I know. I feel like he just put up a, a Craigslist ad <laughs> and kind of, hope, like, just hoped. Like, cause I'm like, he, cause he talks about, like she wanted to stay at this house. She'd never shut up about it. And I'm like, oh, so you're an attentive husband when it comes to murder. Wow. Yeah. That's when you pay attention to your wife. <laughs> um, she's like, she got her haircut two weeks ago. Thought about it. Cause I thought about killing her and you're like, what the hell <laughs> what John? The shit? <laughs> she just had to do a little of that before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just kind of a weird one. It's like also who, who tries to find their contract killers? like Angie's List style yeah. around <laughs> where their, their vacation is. I mean, I'm like, you really go to where the killer is. You don't just yeah. <laughs> go with the killers that you have.
1: So um, she shows up and uh, she, she, she
0: explains ha- all that.
1: She shows up and uh, she gets locked in her car.
0: Yeah. a Prius.
1: Yeah. And so she uh, then grandpappy uh, makes Anna or goes to try to make Anna put uh, gasoline all over the car to Mm -hmm. light it on fire. And Jessica's like, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to have her do this. Like, so Jessica's the one that pours gasoline all over Vivian while she's in the car and lights it on fire. So Anna wouldn't have to carry that guilt. And. Uh, I actually really appreciated that scene because uh, Jessica actually felt bad about it like you could tell that she didn't want to be doing that
0: yeah yeah. there's a certain amount of like this is what I'm having to do this is a terrible thing I don't think the movie does a great job of like conveying that emotion too of like how torn she would be yeah the actress is trying she's yeah. trying but the movie doesn't quite do I just, I think this movie, um, I don't, I don't quite understand because I don't, I can't give this like a ringing endorsement, Mm -hmm. but I like, it has enough interesting things that I'm like, oh, well, why would you do that? Or like, okay, well, how's this do, you know, it it makes you question things just enough that I'm like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I wonder what would have happened with maybe a more polished script or, Mm -hmm. um, some slightly different, some tweaks in the actors or... And just I, I almost wonder if this is an issue of like production values.
1: Well, I feel like they had pretty decent production, like set design, lighting, all of that stuff worked pretty well. Uh, but yeah, there was. I'm honestly not going to recommend this movie.
0: Oh, that's interesting because I would have I would have given this a wreck.
1: Interesting. Tell yeah. me why.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's not like I go out and watch this right away. I just think uh, like I'm like it's interesting enough to me. Um, I, but I'm always, I always love those movies of like, uh, you know, High Plains Drifter, where the the character is just, uh, almost mean in being retributive, um, and being like, oh, if you if you want God's justice, you know, it's you do you don't you don't want that because yeah. uh, <laughs> it's going to be bad. I just thought like this one kind of flip flops a little too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. So you you're not gonna do what's what's your rationale?
1: Um, I I just think in the end it was kind of boring. Um,
0: well, it's about a house on a bayou, honey. It's-
1: <laughs> uh, and I guess it didn't have as many scares as I liked, as I would like. Uh, it wasn't the lie. I mean, it definitely didn't go just full drama. There was some supernatural elements to it. Uh. However, I don't feel like it fully committed. It, it tried to ride that line too much. And there, they, it seemed like there was supposed to be a moral to the story. But it was kind of a, a vague moral. And so I, I'm not sure that they necessarily pulled off what they were trying to get across.
0: If the movie would have been about is he angelic or demonic. Mm-hmm. Instead of angelic, demonic supernatural or not that's too many things to wait i think that's too much yeah so picking those two would have been interesting yeah um yeah so uh, don't necessarily watch and Mia, eh, go watch yeah it's not the worst way to spend 90 minutes
1: yeah uh this i would also like to point out that the writer director is the same person and alex mccauley uh as well as an executive producer on this. So
0: (laughs) what would you fix on this cover?
1: Uh, I actually really like the cover. Uh, The only thing that I don't like about it is the, the implication of like a ghost in the window. Um, Because that, I mean, that's, they could be doing like a reference to that room. However, we never see that. Like there's never that fear of, somebody in the house that you don't know is in the house. Yeah. Like everything, everything that happens, you know, you know that the people are there that are in the house. So there's not that, Oh my God, is someone here? I'm, I'm totally afraid. Like there's sounds going on, what's going on. Um, and so for, for me, uh, I think I would keep it as it is, but I would take that figure out of the window Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, I like that scene of them all kind of sitting around the record player. Ooh, yeah. When they're playing it, I would actually just take that scene. Because that was such a, I thought that was, that was when I was like, oh, that's actually a clever moment. Because they have a scene where they're playing a record. It's supposed to be this old-timey crooner. um, Mm -hmm. And it starts playing John and Vivian's conversation about not leaving Jessica. Yeah. And Or him about leaving Jessica. And so I was like, oh, I I think that was like the first amping up the tension. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that would have been an interesting one to keep in there. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and I think one of the other frustrating parts for me is I was never quite sure which side of the deal Grandpappy was on. Because sometimes he was trying to save them. But then sometimes he's like, no, Isaac's got it right. And I think that. To have him flip floppy uh was kind of weird for me. Movie
0: just had to make had to commit in yeah. some ways.
1: Yeah. Um, so I I did mention at the very beginning that uh, I recognized Jessica's actress. Her name is Angela Serafan. Seraphian. So now I know. <laughs> there
0: we go. I, and I you've put that out there and I have promptly just, oh, look at that. I don't even recall. Who? It's not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bree. where can folks find more about this uh, podcast that we do? So
1: you can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, and Instagram at By Its Cover Pod. Facebook, By Its Cover Podcast. Um, and please uh, go on to whatever service you're listening to. Rate and review us. Uh, like and subscribe us on YouTube uh and if you if you want to interact we'd love to we'd love to chat with you
0: yeah those uh reviews really do help us
1: yeah and Kevin where can we find you
0: uh you can find me at Kevin underscore egg on Twitter Instagram TikTok all those fun places as well as Kevin and
1: and
0: patreon.com slash Kevin yeah
1: that's right there we go <laughs> all right so thanks for listening and as you all know Comedy is the new sex. In
0: this new year, comedy is the new sex.
1: Okay, (laughs) sure.